Tēnā koutou katoa ki te whakarongo mai, koutou ki te panel, ko Wallace Chapman Aho. Coming up on the programme, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern today set out the time frame for the rollout of the COVID-19 vaccination programme, the largest mass vaccination programme in our history, we discuss with Professor Michael Plank. The government pushes the go button on capping mortgages against your income, that is the amount you borrow could be cut. Economist Brad Olson with us to discuss. Friday hungry, a hummus and salad wrap. Dishes rejected for not being healthy enough in the government's free school lunches. And celebrated author Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie pens a blistering essay against social media sanctimony. Young people are choking on sanctimony and lacking in compassion, which has attracted so much attention that a website temporarily crashed. With me today for the first time on the panel, Mary Margaret Slack, who's a communications manager for Bike Auckland, and former host on Auckland student station 95 BFM. Kia ora, welcome to the panel. Kia ora, thanks for Lovely having me. Lovely to be on. Lovely to be here. So, of course, you biked here. Yes, I did. I left it parked on a little pole outside, so I'm hoping it's there when I get back, but I have a sturdy lock. So no, we'll no, 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 no. Don't, don't hope. Check in the news break. Check I will in the, do. This is the Auckland CBD. <laughs> don't check it's it It's true, bike theft is rampaging. But if you have a good lock, you should be okay. Okay, that's a good tip. All right. And Ben Thomas, who is a PR specialist, former national parliamentary staffer. Keta Pihakui. Ben, how are you? I'm good. A bit tired? <laughs> uh, a little tired. Yeah. yeah Working all hours. Got, got deadlines in all sorts of time zones right now. Have you? So, you know. Mm. Just get get dispen- dispensing with inefficient overnight sleeping. <laughs> Just kind of napping in shifts right now. All right. Well, lovely to have your presence. And for our story of the day, Robert Kelly. Kia ora, Rob. Kia ora, everyone. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Um, feeling a little bit overwhelmed, uh, like Ben. And my story of the to- of the day today is all about feeling a little bit overwhelmed. Yes. Uh, so we'll go around the panel soon and do a quick mental health check-in. But, okay, good. Uh, first, uh, there's a very good tweet over the last few days by Emily Mermain, who's a US comedy writer, and she said that she was invite- invited to an event that doesn't start until 8 in the evening <laughs> and was hugely frustrated by that, and a lot of people seemed to resonate with it. And I wonder if the lockdown has done something around the world to people's ability to leave the house. But I think New Zealanders are already on that track. Um, I'm a kind of middle millennial. I've just hit 30. And I, th- I definitely feel it in my bones. And Do I you? think we should, we should go around the panel. At uh, 8 o'clock, uh, Ben, you seem to be working all hours currently. 8 p.m., probably gentlemen's hours. Pro- probably just woken up from a nap and ready to go again. <laughs> yeah. So you, Ben, you're the sort of person who does um, go for a nap after dinner sleep for an hour or so and you <laughs> you get you go out around 10 o'clock uh no that's yeah no, those 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 days are i think there's a real shift with the millennials what was there? you know i well i'm i'm gen x as you know and i i think that it was sort of the people maybe six or seven years younger than me who kind of invented this don't go out until like 10 or 11 <laughs> o'clock thing. Yep. I don't know whether it's like increasing alcohol excise taxes, you know, too expensive to drink in town. But, yeah, it, it, always terrible Well, for let's me. have the voice of Mary Margaret. Well, what we're do also you... all online in a yeah. dopamine-fueled <laughs> feedback loop, so there's no such thing as nighttime or morning for what us What do anymore. you people do? What do you people? The, te- well, the no, no. 10 to 11 thing is quite true, actually. Like, if you go to a gig now, you're not going to start getting ready until late. 
Well, you'd be lucky if the first band was starting by 10. That's right. So that, that that's part of it. Although I think that was true for quite a long time, mm. but it, it has become more the case. Uh, well, you Margaret, so, you, so you've been to a gig and you stayed up past 11? I love it. It's my favourite thing to do. <laughs> 11? Of course. Well, I mean, Rob... To be fair, oh. Wallace, we don't all have small children. Yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm bridging my youth memory now. I can recall there was this great... Uh, once upon a time, I used to be into techno. Yeah. Uh, 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 but, but Detroit techno at that. Yeah. Uh, is that a specific was, genre? Oh, is it what? Okay. The texts are rolling and... <laughs> no, no, no. Um, <laughs> but, but look, um, so Derek Carter came and I said... I've when got was a, this? This is, this is the, the great days, I think, 2006, 2007, when I was at your former station, BFM. Uh, and I thought, I've got to see it. I've got to go to Derek Carter. So I thought, ooh... Okay, start time, 2am. Okay, how do I work this? So I had a nap, got out about 11. It didn't start to 3.30, and I just... Shattered. No, I didn't make it. Oh, Wallace, you missed out. (laughs) See, that's having a resurgence now. One thing that's coming up in July is catacombs. That's a big nighttime techno underground rave. Really? Yeah. That won't even start till 11, and the heavy stuff won't come on till about 1. Really? Yeah. And how long does it go for? Is there any chance that Wallace could get up early on Sunday morning <laughs> after a good night's sleep and then just head in for the tail end? If you could get up at 4.30, you could come in for the end maybe at 4. Ooh, the problem being, of course, Wallace, that it's not the specific type of techno that you like. <laughs> oh, it's not, well, Detroit, Pauline... not Detroit school. <laughs> the, uh, Pauline says, Kia ora, Wallace and panel, I'm in my 60s and I love an after-work nap to go out dancing to techno and progressive house at around 10. I worry about... I've got a fellow progressive house fan. <laughs> I worry about uh, making this too generational because it basically comes down to how you operate as a person. And right. some people love it, some people are introverts, some people like to stay home. Depends on your job as well. If you're um, working very intensely, then mm. like Ben, you need to be napping all the time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Hayden Donnell wrote a really good piece for Webworm, David Ferrier's blog this week, that's just called There's Just Too Much, which was about how contactable we are, and that's something that I feel very strongly about at the moment. I feel like I'm just far too available. Mm-hmm. There are about six or seven ways that people can get in touch with me, and I feel completely hemmed in by it, um, as well as the... I, I suppose for our jobs as well, Wallace, it behooves us to be online a certain amount... But I just feel like it, the 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 gates are closing down on me. That ev- everywhere I am available, and that is just completely exhausting. Very Margaret. Well, I think we all have a valuable lesson to learn in putting up boundaries and and learning to say no, which is an important thing to learn. It's definitely something I've learned more about right. recently. Mm. And it, I guess it's a shame that we're now living in a world where you have to learn that the harder way. But mm. it is a valuable thing to know and uphold in this day and age, I suppose. Ben. Yeah, and I, I think you might have been talking about this earlier in the week. I I was driving to, you know, for one of my mid-afternoon dinners or something to <laughs> parcel out the day, and I heard you talking about etiquette and, you yes. know, how now it has become a lot more acceptable that, you know, 
um, for instance, on you know all the platforms that we are contactable, text, messenger, in a lot of cases you see it as sort of one continuous conversation. And yeah. there isn't this kind of need to respond immediately or... You know, you sort of um, you, you message each other sporadically until, like, you die, and that's when the conversation <laughs> ends. Yes. But interestingly, yeah. we still say sorry for the late reply. Yes. Yep, I, right. I don't. <laughs> um, but I'm not a very polite person, so, so, that, so that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that the etiquette thing is changing. I think the, the, it's hard for us to get a grip on quite how much has changed for the the generations that grew up with the internet versus the generations that didn't uh, and how much more available mm. people are. And I think we we transpose older forms of conduct onto it. So you you have to be aware of what's going on. And what Hayden really lays out really well is that people don't have very much time. People are working big hours. Prices of everything are skyrocketing, particularly for people who are renting. So you don't have a lot of time. And if that time is filled up with trying to keep up with every single thing that's going on online, then you will just atomise. You won't be able to keep up. So he's saying that he's kind of sailing away into the distance and is happy about it. Okay. I'm uh, not sure yeah. I'm ready for that. Uh, Joe, the roaster says, I get up at 3.20am and I go to sleep at 11pm, but I'm a coffee roaster. I'm also a green coffee buyer, so I deal with people over the globe, so like you, Ben, at the moment. I am available at almost all hours, but I have an unlimited supply of coffee to help get, <laughs> me, <laughs> yeah. uh, get me through. I don't have many cups of coffee a day. Exactly, yeah. How do millennials manage to get out for their morning run after such late nights? Well, that's <laughs> the trick as well. You're, you're dealing with all of these uh, influencers who are leading these <clears throat> fake lives that are all aspirational. Well, the influencers I follow aren't fake. Okay. That's probably a conversation we could have another yeah. time. Who's, who's that, like Corin Dan? Colin Mathura, Jeffrey. I oh, thought right. really? he's not fake. <laughs> Mary Margaret? Well, I can't say I would get up for a run after a night like that. No, of course not. <laughs> uh, but see, one of the interesting things, I think, is that I think, you know, we used to think that everybody was, you know, out late or already at the party and there was a lot of FOMO. And one of the interesting things I found when... Because you know, I, I was I was you know I was pretty old when yeah. Facebook Messenger, you know, it started to exist, and you could see that green lo- dot saying you're yeah. online. Yeah. And the big surprise was how many people were at home on Friday and Saturday nights, mm-hmm. which we never knew before. We were always worried we were the only ones. Uh, Rob Kiara, that's our story of the day for today. A uh, few of your uh, favourite uh, Detroit techno artists coming through. <laughs> Uh, as an aside, Carl Craig is a lot better than Derek Carter, someone says. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, don't worry, Wallace. Derek Carter was a real letdown. We stayed up. We wish we hadn't. Time for I've Been Thinking and uh, Mary Margaret. The first time on the panel, you go first. Well, last night I started watching Matangidea, which passed me by during the first series, but the second series I've t- tapped into. So I've watched the Paula Bennett episode and the Georgina Bayer episode. And... Boy, the Georgina episode in particular. Um, I actually didn't know much about her before watching this, but she is drama background and such an engaging storyteller. And I think... Quite a star. Yeah, really, really interesting to watch, but also just understands that I suppose heroism is the antithesis of progressive politics. So it's a, yeah, really interesting listen. Very cool. And a very well done series too, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Can't wait to continue. Yeah, nice. All right, uh, that's I've been thinking for Mary Margaret Slack there, Ben Thomas. Well, this actually ties in a little bit with what Rob was saying, which is that it is, you know, you do feel sort of in a bit of a, a, a kind of 
gushing maelstrom of content in the modern world. Um, and I was reflecting on the, the new issue of Metro's just come out. Um, it's now quarterly. Um, and the new issue of North and South is out on the stands today. I've subscribed to both. I decided to support local. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, I think the, the latest issue of New Zealand Geographic came out recently. And one way of stepping out of that kind of need to sort of know everything that's happening instantaneously, to get away from the scrolling kind of, um, you know, <laughs> arthritic finger joints on your phone is, is to sit down with a magazine. So you're, you're still staying mm. current, but you, you're learning about uh, your country in a slightly uh, more manageable time frame than this kind of frenzy that we're subjected what to. What I realised when I subscribed, let's take North and South, for example, I recall I, I, I just used to love delving into a long feature in my hand, mm. turning the page with a cup of coffee. I have rediscovered that love. I've rediscovered the love of print via subscribing to these local magazines like North and South. D- back to the good old feature writing, you know, multi-page. Uh, there was one recently about uh, a former Nazi who was part of the, uh, the, 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 the Alpine scene in the South Island. But are you a fan of magazines, Mary Margaret? Ish. Yeah. Not really. I'm more of an Ish. audio person. Are you an audio? Are I like you? podcasts. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Very, very good. All right. Uh, well, you know, your, your favourite DJs are coming through. <laughs> Uh, and we've never done that before on the panel, so if you are, we've kind of we kind of sideline electronica, don't we? If you are a if you are a fan of DJs, why don't you get in touch? Pauline says I'm loving the vibes from DJs like Chris Luno, Tony McCauley, above and beyond, Tin Liquor. I could go on. Uh, a new uh, a Juno Deep is a great prog tech label. Uh, much to come with Ben Thomas and Mary Margaret Slack on the panel. Thank you both for that. Stay with us.